Shalom everybody, Shavua Tov. We're continuing this amazing discourse by Rav Nossin, section Orachayim, the laws of falling on one's face, Nefilat Tapayim, discourse number four. We're now paragraph three. And Rav Nossin, he answers now the obvious question. We said every morning in Shacharit, in order to complete the unification of joining and reaching and contemplating the infinite light, you require the Nefilat Apayim and Tachanun Vidui after the Shimon Esri. We require to go back down into the depths of the of the husks and the, the domain of evil through the confession and through what's called Nefilat Apayim, which consists of or the chapter 25 of Psalms or actually putting your hand, your head on your arm or both in some cases, some customs. All this is meant to send the person back down, down, down in order to complete elevating more sparks of simcha, of holiness, of, of, uh, of, of the, uh, of, that are trapped in the domain of evil. And bringing them back up finalizes the completion of perceiving the infinite light in a, in a reaching and not reaching format. That's why a person has to go back down in this case, going back down to the klipot, so le- leaving the thrust of going adv- up and ascent and elevation ex- from level to level, you're going down the other direction. This is needed in order to build vessels to receive the infinite light in the format of mate velemate. Fine. How about Shabbat? How about Shabbat and Yom Tov and Holy Days, Rosh Chodesh, Purim coming up, Chanukah, when we don't say Tachanun? So how does this happen then? If it's such a fundamental part in the process of perceiving the infinite light on a daily basis for every Jew through their morning prayers, what do you do on Shabbat? Shabbat, Yom Tov, Purim, Chanukah, Rosh Chodesh, etc. There's no Tachanun, there's no Vidui, there's no falling on one's face after the, after the Shmon Esra. So what then? So Rav Nosen explains that right now, this paragraph number three. It's totally dedicated to this idea. He says like this, Valken בשבת ויום טוב ושאר ימים שאין אומרים בהם תחנון אין בהם נפילת אפיים period thus Rav Nosson says on Shabbat and Yom Tov and other holy days special festivity days that we don't say on them תחנון the supplications after the Shemone Esre there's no falling on the face on Shabbat etc why? כי Shabbat he me'ain olam haba she'az tigdal ha'simcha me'od. Because as we know, Shabbat represents a taste, a foretaste of the world to come, of the future world. What is the future world? It's a time when there will be tremendous, tremendous joy. The simcha will be grandiose and, and expanded very, very much. Two verses Rav Nosen brings from the book Isaiah, Yeshaya, which is an amazing book of prophecies of the future time, God willing, a lot of, a lot of consolation and words of hope, reverses of hope, messages of hope in the book of Isaiah. So like it says, first verse from Nosen brings Isaiah, Yeshaya, chapter 55, verse 12. Right? It says about the future redemption. And Rabbi Nachman himself uses this verse strongly in lesson 24, Likutei Moran where it says in, in Isaiah there, through joy, ki besimcha, for through and in joy, you will come out. Come out of what? Come out of exile. Through joy, from immense joy, will you come out of the exile. 
Okay, so showing the connection of the future world and joy, because it says, you're going to get out, come out with joy, to say that well, if you had any joy beforehand, it's nothing compared to this joy. This is the real joy when you come out of the exile. And also another verse there, chapter 25 earlier, verse 9, right? Ve'amar bayomahu v'chule, ze Hashem kivinulo nagila v'nismecha bishoato v'chule. Avnosan is quoting parts of the verse. Ve'amar, and it will be said, you will say, it will be said, on that day, right? Behold, here is our Lord, the one that we hoped for to save us. And the verse continues, This is Hashem in which we took hope in. Therefore, We will rejoice and delight in His salvation, etc. And it's also for sure referring to the future world, the future redemption. Right? This is the Hashem that we hoped in. It was Him all along. We were right to invest in hoping in Hashem. It was a payback. And now we can rejoice and be happy in His salvation because we put our hope and trust in Hashem through praying to Him and davening and fulfilling His Torah no matter how hard it was in exile. Now we can rejoice in the salvation that we earn, that we get now. That's also said about the future. So here in these two verses, Rav Nosson shows the connection between joy and the future world. The, the world to come, which Shabbat is a foretaste of. So therefore, Shabbat has the characteristics of the future redemption, which is simcha, joy. Okay? Now that's Shabbat. Rav Nosen goes on. V'chen be'yom tov, v'chol hayamim she'en omrim bahem tachanun. And it's, this is also the case for Yom Tov. And all days, like Purim and Hanukkah, which is not actual halachic Yom Tov, right? You're allowed to do work, allowed to light lights on Purim and Hanukkah, etc., and all other days that we don't say Tachanun, all of these days are considered good days, days of good, that's a, that's a little translation of Yom Tov, that shines in these days the light of Shabbat, which is the light of joy, the light of the future world, the light of joy. Therefore, also on Yamim Tovim and days like Hanukkah and Rosh Chodesh and, uh, and Purim, etc., we don't say them, no confession over one's sins, and we don't fall on the faces. That's not needed. It's not needed. Why? Amazing. Because on these days, Shabbat, okay, Yom Tov, these holy days, Shabbat, Yom Tov, Purim, Chanukah, there's no control of the klipot, which are the idea of sadness. To explain this, the reason why we, we fall on our faces and do the vidui confession after the Shemon Esre is we have to go back and release more joy, more holiness trapped in order to complete the process of perceiving the infinite light. Why do we have to do that? Because we have to bend ourselves to extract from the side of evil, because on those normal days, the side of evil has an upper hand. This is not the case on Shabbat and Yom Tov and Rosh Chodesh and Purim and Hanukkah and the like. It's not the case. They have no rule. The, the evil forces which are representing sadness, 
Because that's the idea of us going down, descending into the domain of sadness. That's the domain of evil. It's called the domain of sadness, atzvut, to extract from there the happiness, the holiness that's trapped. That's not needed to do on, on Shabbat and Yom Tov because they have no say in the day. They have no say in the matter at all on Shabbat and Yom Tov and Rosh Chodesh. They have no say to, to allow you to connect to the infinite light. You don't have to go back as if, quote-unquote, to like receive permission by subduing them, slapping them in the face, and extracting more, more joy and happiness from that domain. That's not needed on Shabbat and Yom Tov. You don't need to do that. They have no rule, Rav Nosen is saying, on Shabbat and Yom Tov and the like. Let's see, continuing. Because they have no say in the day, the holiness of the day, the power of the rectification of the day, of, of connecting to the infinite on that specific day of Shabbat and Yom Tov and Rosh Chodesh and Purim and Chanukah, etc. They have no say in the matter. They're not needed for the procedure to connect to the infinite light. That, that is why on these days, Simcha is complete. And it's not necessary then to go down to the depths of the evil forces in order to elevate joy from there. At least for the second stage after the Shemone Esra to become merged with the infinite light. Because on those days of Shabbat and Yom Tov, the Kripot, which are the epitome of sadness and depression, have no rulership and control at all. And on those days, Shabbat and Yom Tov, etc., is aroused the idea, the concept of complete joy of the future. The complete joy of the future time, like we said, they're all compared, Shabbat is called Me'en Olam Baba, it's a taste of the four of the world to come, it's a piece of the world to come, and all the other festivals received from Shabbat, even Purim and Chanukah, etc. Any day that day has a special spiritual light, it's due to Shabbat. Shabbat is to blame for this holiness, this additional holiness on these days, okay? So he's saying, on these days, and on these days is aroused the complete joy, which is the joy of the future world, which we mentioned earlier. So therefore, since there's no say, no control of the evil forces of the sadness on these days, so automatically a person can merit to perceive the infinite light in the format mentioned earlier, step by step. You see, we do say on Shabbat, Ktorit. Shacharit in the beginning is the same. Where you start off at your low level where you're holding, proof being that the davening starts with the Korbanot and the Ktorit, even on Shabbat. And Ktort and Korbanot just to extract the initial holiness that's trapped in the evil. That, yes, exists every day, even on Shabbat and Yom Kippur and Rosh Chodesh and Yom Tov, etc. Because that's for where you're holding. The day itself has joy. You, you know, the day itself, if you need to rely on the holiness of the day to activate any other tikkunim, you can. It's done. But the initial stage of you starting your personal davening on Shabbat morning or Yom Tov morning, and you are where you are personally because of who you are, that you're in a sad mood and everything. So for that, yes, you have to start your davening with the korbanot and the ktorat, etc. to extract the holiness and initial simcha of you that's trapped. Now, once that's done, and now you go up from level to level, now you've perceived infinite light at the end of the Shemone Esr, the Amidah prayer, even on Shabbat morning and Yom Tov morning, to complete the reaching and not reaching, you don't have to go back down. 
Shabbat itself would automatically give you the perception of Hashem's infinite light in the format of reaching and not reaching, just through the simcha of the day. You don't have to go to extract additional joy from the klipot because you have it already in the day. Amazing. That's what Renosan is saying here. Let's continue. Okay. And that we said the main way to perceive the infinite light is through joy. The day is doing that. The holiness of Shabbat is doing that automatically. There's no need for you to go back down to the domain of evil and impurity of the, of the exchange chambers of the Klippot in order to extract joy and, and happiness and, and holiness, etc. Because those days, Shabbat and Yotov, etc., are days of joy. The day itself has simcha in the air. And there's no need to go down in those days to elevate and sift out joy from the klipot. It's not needed on on those days. Because on those days, there is no say in the klipot, which are sadness, they have no rule at all on those days, like we said earlier. And it's in those days that shines the joy automatically, like we said, from the essence of the additional holiness of that day, of Shabbat and Yom Tov, whatever it is. There you go. Because this additional holiness of these days that we don't say on them, the supplications after the Shemona Yisrael, like a normal weekday day, morning prayer service, those days are Bechinat Shabbat, the idea of Shabbat, which like we said earlier is a foretaste of the world to come. Shazukar Simcha. Because it's then what is the essence of joy. Those, those days, Shabbat, Yom Tov, Purim, Chanukah, are the essence of the joy. And on those, on just to, to the holiness of the day itself, one becomes unified, included in the infinite light through all the procedure, like mentioned above in lesson 24 of Likutei Moran that we went through in the already earlier in this discourse on Likutei Alachot. The one difference is on these days we don't need at all to do the confession of words, the verbal confession after the Shemon Esre, and not to fall on one's hand at all, one's arm at all. Because of the unbelievable joy that's shining on these days, it's enough to do the rectification of the final stage of becoming one with the infinite light. From here you see the power of the simcha of these days and what is merited is for a person to feel it and to be connected to it and to have it accessible to enable him to reach high levels this explains all the, the high Torah perceptions given over by tzaddikim on Shabbat when a person himself can perceive also on the, on, through, the, through the holiness and joy of the Shabbat day itself amazing